Belinda Audio presents this unabridged recording of Stinky Shorts, written by Margaret Clark and read by Stig Weems. The dedication reads, Dedicated to all unstinky undies and those who wear them. Chapter 1 Go on, Stinky, says Mike. It's a dare. I can't believe what I'm hearing. You want me to ride in that funeral procession? You've got to be joking. Mike, Dan and I are on our bikes riding home from school and there's this hearse with a caterpillar of cars with their headlights on behind it going to the cemetery. Someone who was important must have carked it because there's heaps of cars. And it must have been a long, drawn-out ceremony because they're just heading off from the funeral parlour. I said, and I'll repeat, I dare you to ride in behind the hearse and hang on, taunts Mike. But I know you won't do it, willy-yum, will-stinky, cos you're a wimp and a wuss. I hate it when he calls me William like that. Kind of draws it out. Willy-yum. And I hate it even more when he calls me a wimp and a wuss. You're so smart, you do it. I counter swiftly. Bet you're not game. I double dare you. And we triple dare you, don't we, Dan? Dan nods furiously, his short blonde head bobbing up and down like a seriously busy dunny brush on a diarrhoea day. That's because he doesn't want to do the dare, and if he sticks up for me, then Mike can get bossy and want him to do something even worse, like abseil down the town hall building in the nutty at lunchtime. Or go to the graveyards at midnight and stay there till daylight. A triple dare by two people means you have to do it. That's the rules. No getting out of it. Of course, I could suddenly throw a spacco, or faint, or throw up, but then I'd be even more of a wimp and a wuss. Being a boy is hard sometimes. Like, if I was a girl, I could start bawling or something, and they'd let me off. Mrs Munro, our school principal, is trying to stamp out daring and double daring. She hasn't heard about triple daring yet. She reckons it's a form of bullying. Mike says she doesn't know what she's talking about because bullying's when you snot someone on the nose or full-on beat them up, whereas daring's just, well, throwing down a challenge, making someone prove that they're not afraid to have a go and that they're a bit of a hero. The worst thing for a boy is to be called a girl. That's the biggest insult you can get. And doing dares is a real boy thing. Well, that's what Mike says. It'll be time for your own funeral if you don't get a move on, says Mike sarcastically. You'll be too old to do anything. So are you going for it or not? Yeah, adds Dan. Loser or legend? Well, that's another thing. To be a legend is cool. We keep a list of who's done legendary things and loser things. Three strikes and you're out. Like, there's five other guys who want to be in the Daredevils, just waiting for their chance. Well, that's what Mike says. I don't know who they are, but I can't afford to be a loser. I'm two strikes down already for the time I wimped out of the free-fall jump off the bank into the river, and the time I wussed out of the throwing water bombs at Mrs Munro's car with her in it. Dan's a legend. He does anything that Mike dreams up. He's fearless. Some people would say he's thick, not fearless. But I can't say that because he's a mate. Mike's the one who gets the best ideas, you see. 
he doesn't actually do that many of the dares himself when I think about it, but every group has to have a leader, and he's it. We didn't vote him in, he just sort of took the position. Are you a girl or what? Goes Mike. Riding in a funeral procession's not that dreadful or dangerous. Like, it's going at snail's pace, so what's the problem? I decide to go for it. I push off fast on my bike, right up to the front of the procession, straight behind the hearse, and hang on to the railing thing at the side. I'm so close to the rear door that I'm almost nose to nose with the coffin piled with flowers. So far, this has been a dead easy dare. Glancing behind me over my shoulder, I see the horrified expressions on the face of the driver and his front seat passenger directly behind me. I give a cheeky grin and a thumbs up until the person in the back seat leans forward and shakes her fist at me. Then I'm suddenly not cocky at all, cause it's Mrs Munro, Big M, in the flesh. <laughs>